On Saturday, October 12th, you can catch Twisted Philly Podcast live with acclaimed paranormal podcast Hillbilly Horror Stories at the Philadelphia Ethical Society on Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia. The event begins around 6-ish. We'll start with a meet and greet. Jeremy Collins from Podcasts We Listen To will be joining us as MC. Then Jerry and Tracy from Hillbilly Horror Stories will take the stage. They're coming all the way up from Kentucky to visit the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection and meet Twisted Philly listeners. After Jerry and Tracy, I'll share some of my favorite Philadelphia haunted history, tales I haven't shared on the podcast, which will only be available at the live show. Jeremy will host an Ask Us Anything. You can even get on the mic with your own paranormal experiences if you'd like to share. There will be time to shop for merchandise. We'll have giveaways. I'll have some prizes. It's going to be a spooky good time getting everyone in the mood for Halloween. Tickets are just $20 for two live podcast shows on one night. I've got a link for tickets on Twitter and Facebook, and there's also information on Instagram. You won't want to miss this. We're going to have a blast. If you prefer to head home a little early, we'll be wrapping up before 930, so it won't be a late night. Or if you're up for spending a little time in the city, you can join me and Jeremy, Jerry and Tracy for a night out after the show. Rittenhouse Square has some of the best bars and restaurants in the city, just blocks from the Ethical Society. We can't wait to see you on the 12th. Hello and welcome to another and rather, I guess, strange episode of the Realm of Unknown. It's definitely something that's different than the normal episodes that we'll be discussing. And it was something that's pretty recent. It's within the news, uh, not you know globally, obviously, because this is more of a local matter. But I thought it was an interesting story to talk about, and it was sort of like a segue to mention some other sort of interesting things that I don't know if they could potentially hold their own episode, so to speak. Um, I did technically talk about one over on a uh, YouTube episode that I did. Oh, God, that was probably like three years back at this point. Um, but it's surprisingly one of my more viewed. And uh, that one is something we'll talk about at the end of this. But today, uh, without further ado, I won't, you know, ramble on too long because there isn't really too much stuff to talk about. Obviously, you know, we still got that Patreon stuff going on. So if anyone wants to check out the new Patreon, you can do so at Realm of Unknown. And yeah, so aside from that, I hope you guys are having a good transition into fall. And let's start this interesting story. So uh, this story comes from a few sources, mainly one in particular, which is um, The Independent, you know, the company of a UK type newspaper. And the story, I got some specific more unique details from other places such as uh, Mysterious Universe and so on. I'll have the uh, show note links in the uh, Patreon, which is open. So if you want to check them out yourself, you can do so. And again, this is sort of an ongoing story because this I, I got this early this week, and the story, I believe, started, I want to say, like, on the 9th. I could be wrong. Is when, like, the first report happened, and then... The story started coming out like two days after, give or take. So this is happening in the beginning of September. It's around the 20th. I believe it's the 18th at the time of recording. I haven't checked the calendar. And so, yeah, very relevant. Uh, more information still coming out here and there. I haven't seen too many like recent links, but this is 
from what I could tell, this is the most fresh information. So, without further ado, let's talk about this very strange and mysterious creature, quote-unquote, that has been lurking through the streets of Santa Fe, Texas. So, it's been terrorizing both citizens and pets alike with this, like, weird, bizarre presence that no one seems to be able to capture. Those who witnessed it describing it as being a sort of human-like figure with many believing it to be some sort of monkey or primate of some sort, uh, potentially being some form of ape such as like a chimpanzee. A lot of people kind of lean towards that, but again, there's no evidence. They don't know. And this sort of like unease is <laughs> beginning to spread around um, the Santa Fe area. And believe me, I would be scared too if a monkey was just randomly on the loose in like my neighborhood and no one could find it. They don't even know if it is a monkey. They don't know really what it is because they have no evidence. Which is probably the reason why I'm so interested in this story because they they literally have no evidence at all. Physical, digital, anything. So the very first reporting of this, you know, strange visitor to the Santa Fe area uh, was on Monday on the 9th of the month, uh, being September at the time of recording. When a woman by the name of Patricia De La Mora claimed uh, or called in to police to report that she had witnessed some kind of primate causing a commotion on the corner of 24th and East Bel Air streets within the southwest region of the city. So De La Mora uh, supposedly was awoken shortly after midnight. Uh, this was also while a thunderstorm was going on in the background and she is quoted as saying, that the thunder and lightning was a reason as to why she was awoken. And after urging her husband to take a look out of the window when she heard a, quote, strange noise, eventually she got out of bed herself. This is when she would open up the bedroom curtains and was, quote, paralyzed by fear. She is quoted as saying, I looked out of the window and I see what is there. It was a monkey, a big one. She's quoted as saying this to the U.S. news outlet KVUE. I don't know what that technically relates to. I'm not from the Santa Fe area, so I don't know the local news stations. De La Mora said that she did not have time to react and reach out for her phone. All she could do at that moment was stand there in the window, rather shocked by what she had seen. She is continued to be quoted as saying, He tried to find something. He looked over there, then he looked over there. And then I closed the curtain. I didn't really want him to see me in the room. But after, you know, the police were called in by uh, Patricia and eventually they arrived to the location, they, uh, the creature had vanished. So there's not in the vicinity and the police, uh, despite a rather long search, I believe it was about like an hour or so of searching the surrounding area. All trace of this supposed animal has just been gone. Like, there's, they found no hairs, they found no evidence, no, no prints. This potentially, for this specific sighting, could be linked to the fact that, you know, there was a thunderstorm going on, so the evidence was actually washed away by the time they got there. But still, like, there's no evidence at this stage, so just keep that in mind. However, this is not the last time that this strange creature would be sighted in the area and within the city and it continues to be seen by random individuals. So the following day, police received a very similar report from the exact same part of town in which a woman had claimed that she had spent 20 minutes hiding while locked inside of her car for protection. 
The local news station of KHOU-TV quoted the woman as saying the following on her Facebook account. Just had a monkey try to attack me while checking my mail. I have been spending the last 20 minutes in my car. Police once again launched a search onto the location after receiving this report in an attempt to discover any sort of physical evidence that could help uh, support the existence of this potential monkey or primate or whatever thing this is and its existence. However, once again, nothing came up. They found no hairs, they found no like footprints, handprints, they couldn't find anything that would relate to a monkey, a potentially, or a chimpanzee attacking a woman in like a city environment, which is very odd, uh, but this is again not the end of it. Several residents in the area also began to report on their very own social media accounts that they had witnessed a monkey or primate of some sort as well, with one person claiming that the creature had attempted to kidnap and run off with their cat, at saying that they managed to scoop it up at one point and uh, tried to get away, but by the time they you know, scared it, it dropped the cat and ran off. With another person saying that a child was also, quote, attacked by this elusive creature. Police have said that they cannot confirm any of the sightings, but acknowledge that all of them can also still be a possibility. So they're keeping their mind open. However, again, after all these reports, all these sightings, all these people saying that something's happening in this area, there's still absolutely no evidence. So TV reporters have also been sent to the scene. They're confirming that primate specialist teams have also been sent out around uh, the Santa Fe area in search for the creature. In addition, Natalie Hay, uh, I believe that's her last name, I don't know, a Fox reporter has also stated that the local law enforcement did implement drones into the search process. They were flying the drones overhead in, you know, search to spot a monkey or a primate or some strange, quote, humanoid creature, as people are saying. But ultimately, again, there are absolutely no signs and they could find nothing with the drone search. Bayou Animal Services, which deals with animal control in the local area, was unable to provide any further insight into, you know, the validity of these claims, whether or not they could be true or anything. However, they are quoted as saying the following. We have two reports that seem legitimate. And in this case, they are talking about uh, De La Mora and then the second woman the following day who was locked in her car. However, no visual proof of any authority has been found or captured. There is no photos and there are no videos of the supposed creature. We will continue to treat this as a serious matter unless confirmed otherwise for the safety of the residents in the area. Greg uh, Greg Booty, that is his name, B-O-O-D-Y, uh, he's a police spokesman, and he is also quoted as saying the following, you know, during this big spree of sightings, I'm not saying that there is no monkey, in fact, I'm sure there is one on the loose out there somewhere, out there anything is possible. So, People are saying, like, this could be a possibility, but again, like, no one knows what it is. No one has any evidence of what it is. The law enforcement can't find anything. Animal services can't find anything. Specialists aren't finding anything. Residents here and there are spotting it, so they report it on social media, but they still haven't been able to capture a photo. 
or any video, at least at the time of recording. So if you are listening to this later on down the road and it is confirmed that something is happening, don't get mad because, again, this is recorded on the 18th of September and this news story wasn't even released until, like, the 14th or whatever. So bear with me that more information may have come out between these periods. But as of now, there is, again... No physical, no digital, no sort of evidence to both confirm nor deny the existence of a primate-slash-humanoid figure that's running around trying to snatch cats and attack kids and women getting their mail. So, uh, the Santa Fe area, be careful. I don't even know if this is still there or not. But it is, you know, something that's interesting. That's something that sparked my interest when I found that, hey, there's no evidence. This is bizarre. And, you know, obviously people are going to speculate, again, that people think it is a primate of some sort, most likely a chimpanzee. However, they don't know. So whether or not it's escaped from a local residence or maybe it was a traveling circus, although I don't know that many that still exist here in America... Unless the Midwest and the South have, like, a bunch more that I don't know of. Um, And then, obviously, people are going to spur into the more supernatural realm because this creature keeps vanishing and there's no evidence. So people think that, hey, maybe this is a Bigfoot that, you know, got into the city somehow. And it's, like, maybe a child. Or maybe this is some sort of supernatural thing that people are spotting momentarily and then it vanishes after the attack. Again, obviously people are going to theorize, but there's no evidence of anything at all supporting any claims. So whether or not it's true, who knows? Maybe people are just going insane and seeing monkeys running around the city. So I don't know. But it it, it does, like I said earlier, it is a sort of segue to talk about other similar topics. Uh, You know, monkeys and primates getting into more residential areas in locations in which they are not you know, indigenous species is a rather reoccurring thing. I believe the UK has a lot of problems with it. Uh, Back in the day, like in the 1900s, 1800s, people would have pets. uh, And, you know, obviously here in America, every now and then things would happen. And the, the whole idea of like an invasive species being brought in and then sort of scaring people because they don't know what these things are, um, is always been sort of a topic of interest to me. Again, I, 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 I didn't study, so to speak, but I did uh, cover the topic of um, alien cats, quote, um, uh, as being something from my YouTube channel uh, back in the day. And what I mean by alien cats is I don't mean actual alien cats. I don't mean like the people from uh, Pandora. I, I mean um, the term in which it relates to non-indigenous species coming into the region and for some reason the uk has a very long history of large cats being spotted in the area even though there are no large cat species that are native to the island or the region i should say but people still see it people see panthers people see lynx people see cougars and tigers and lions and all this stuff and for some reason they keep seeing it and in some cases yes it is true they have captured specific animals here and there most often at times it is related to a local resident or collector of some sort that 
lets it go or someone who got it as a cub and then realized how much work it would be and then they just released it into the countryside for everyone to worry about. But people are still seeing them at a rather consistent rate and people even commenting on the video that I posted a few years ago have said like hey I've seen this stuff like my uncle's seen this stuff I have family members and friends who have reports in their areas like we still see these every now and then so it is interesting to think that maybe this is a possibility I I know if uh, anyone here is in the Philly area I know you know that we are also having a little problem with an invasive species I think I don't know too much about it but the spotted lantern fly is being a problem here in Philly and it is even stretching as far as the suburbs now because we're killing them here in PA, or uh, not in PA, in uh, Delco. And we've never had them before, and I'm fairly certain they're an invasive species. I, I could be wrong. Let me look it up real quick. But I do know recently on the news they are actually considering bringing in another species of insects in order to like combat them. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know if... It, it should be, you know, a practice that we should just keep bringing in more stuff every now and then when something is causing problems. Uh, okay, yeah, so it is not native. I just looked it up. I, it is not native to anywhere in America. They are located in China, India, and Vietnam. And they have, uh, you can spot them by their, like, really spotted, like, red wings that they have. They don't look like flies. They look more like moths, kind of. But they have been all over Philadelphia, all over PA, and sort of like the surrounding Delaware region. They're all like they're just spreading havoc up across the East Coast, and no one knows. Like I guess they got on here through cargo. I don't know why people got them here. I, I know people have made it a habit of killing them in Philadelphia. They have like kill counts and stuff like that. But yeah, so they've been a problem, and apparently scientists have also thought of using a particular type of wasp that sort of targets the fly and then like lays eggs in it and then kills it. So I don't know if that's a safe idea. They like these wasps are from China too, so they're not native either, and they have to figure out like is this safe to even introduce into our ecosystem to combat these sort of things but that that whole idea of them not being native but also somehow thriving in some way i thought was like an interesting spin-off of the idea that hey a monkey is out on the loose in a city but for some reason it's doing pretty well for itself and no one's been able to spot it so i, I think that's interesting and again i i if there is any new stuff that pops up uh Bear with me. I apologize if something does pop up by the time of recording this. Unfortunately, I don't. Um, I don't have the, I guess, a, a time to like check every single link and news report that pops up. Uh, I have been trying to follow it as of you know, recording this and also researching this, and I did not come across anything aside from the mysterious universe thing that was a bit more new, in some ways. So, yeah, I don't have too much more to talk about. However, I do have some special uh, promo roles for you guys to have, which you probably heard already in the episode, so I don't know where it will cut. But, again, if anyone is continuing to listen 
and you are interested in this promo, it is from another Philadelphia-based paranormal slash true crime type show, and it is Twisted Philly, if anyone knows of that podcast. They're hosting a live show here in Philadelphia on October 12th, and I believe another one up in uh, New York, but I don't know that particular time. I'm sorry, it's going to be in the promo. And if you all are also interested in the other similarly themed podcast by the name of Hillbilly Horror Stories, they're also going to be in town for the exact same show. So it's definitely going to be an interesting time if you guys are in the area and you are into that sort of stuff, and or you're just a fan in general. Definitely go check it out. There will be a link in the in the, you know the podcast description, and if you're listening to this on YouTube, the normal description. But again, listen to the promo for more specific details for that. It's going to be somewhere within this episode. You've probably already heard it. But, you know, that's something that if you're interested in, definitely go check it out. It's going to be a really interesting thing to look into, especially when the fall and spooky season starts to roll in. So if you want to scratch that little itch, definitely go check it out. They're both really, really amazing shows and with really incredible hosts. So if you are in the area of Philly around that time, go get yourself a ticket. But until then, we have nothing else really to talk about for this episode. I am uh, don't really have any new news for this primate thing. However, I do want to state that if you guys do want to you know, mention some local stories that you may possibly have, you can email me them to realmofunknown at gmail.com or just message me on Twitter or Instagram at realmofunknown. And I would love to listen to them. I love, definitely love listening to more local stories because I think they're a bit more unique and sort of have their own little flourish to things. And in addition, if you want to help support the podcast in any way, you can either, you know, rate and review us on like Spotify or not Spotify, uh, Stitcher and uh, Apple podcast, or you can just, you know, share it, give it a listen, or if you really, really want to support it, you can check us out over on Patreon with Realm of Unknown, and we have a $1, a $3, and a $5 tier list. All of them give you access to behind-the-scenes content and exclusive content that will be posted specifically to uh, Patreon, and the higher tiers will also give you access to some discounts when future merch comes out, along with newsletters, specific polls, and the ability to, you know, take part in some sort of, uh, so I haven't really figured it out yet because I don't have anyone in that tier specifically, but I'm going to make some more tier specific like discussion lists in order to help create future content as well as having some more specific, you know, like live things and discussions that will be solely focused on that group because I kind of want to have the Patreon be a sort of melting pot community area because it's easier to control uh more than like twitter and so so on like that area and also if you are part of it you will get linked over to the reddit account that i also have for the realm of unknown uh which is just the subreddit realm of unknown so if you want to be part of those communities and you want to help out and you want to you know take part definitely go over there and consider supporting it if you don't have the money or the resources, believe me, I am in the exact same boat. You can just totally check us out and hang out over there. A lot of the content that I will post that is not particularly within the little mini series that I'm going to be working with, they are open to the public. Again, the show note links will be open. A lot of updates and uh, some interesting articles that I might come across, I also post over there 
just for everyone to see because I want people to also just make that feel as though it's a place that they can go to in order to get my opinion on stuff or find things that I'm interested in or just, you know, be part of the discussion overall. And I want to keep that as open as I can for everyone. And uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. And hopefully you guys will consider checking it out. And my door is now slamming on its own because the wind is crazy today. So it's probably a good sign to wrap it up. So I will, yeah, be wrapping it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope to see you guys in the future. I have a special little project coming for the month of October, so I hope to see you then. And remember, until then, to stay spooky. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.